Thank you. Good evening, good evening. It's Monday, February the 12th, 2018. It's time for WWW. I'm Kent in here for Houston, Texas. Want to say hello and I want to welcome you to the show tonight again. What's happening in the world and what do we think about it? WWW. Every night, Monday through Friday, now available again on iTunes at WWW. My name, Kent Hurst. You can look us up and join the program, join the fun, and I'm glad you're here. Have you? Did you have a good weekend? Hope everything went well. I hope you're staying non-sick. Unfortunately, I had a phone call today with once again someone down by the flu bug. Still a problem, folks, so I encourage you still make sure you take care of yourself. If you're new to the program, again, we'll do segments throughout the evening. We're going to talk about the USA. We're going to talk about entertainment. We'll talk about some sports. We'll take a little break and come back. We'll talk about things happening in our world. We'll take a small little break and finish the show with what do we think about these items tonight. So, again, thank you for coming. Thanks for being with me. And, again, always appreciate your comments. I got a good phone call on the phone on the show not able to put it on the air yet. Uh, we'll tell you why another time. But anyway, we we're, we're appreciate your input as we get started. Things happening in the USA. You ever had a breakup? How do you handle your breakups? Are you pretty good about it? Is it tough for you? Everybody, I believe, has had one. No offense. Everybody seems to be able to get through it somehow. Some people don't. Little news story today. The woman who was married and had a terrible marriage, apparently, and has now finally divorced made a big scene in her neighborhood by setting her wedding dress on fire. That's right. It's up in smoke. The marriage, the wedding, the guy, and the memories. How do you handle it? Well, either way, it's uh, it's fun, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Also in the news, of course, they rated the world's worst airports. Maybe we should put this in the travel section, but we'll start to keep it in the USA. Reddit took a pilot survey and asked, what are the worst airports? Kind of one through LaGuardia, number one. Number one worst airport, LaGuardia in New York. Number two, the Jikalog Airport in Western Australia. Number three, the Georgetown Airport there in California. Jaeger Airport in West Virginia. LAX, top to top five, the top five, the worst airports in the world. So the pilots say LAX number five, Charlotteville, North Carolina, number six, unfortunately, and Toronto, Canada, number seven. So if you're traveling, of course, and you have the opportunity to go anywhere other than those top seven airports, they seem to be the worst, so the pilots say. Well, if you're traveling, that's the best part, but if you have to go somewhere else, please do so. Move it over into entertainment, of course. I mentioned in our show last week we were thinking that maybe this Spice Girl photograph was a precursor to a potential reunion tour. Everybody was excited to see the girls take a photograph after so many years out of the spotlight. Sure enough, everybody was thinking, it's a tour, it's a tour, it's a tour, they're going to have a tour, they're going to have a tour, they're going to have a tour. Woo! Spice Girls, Spice Girls, girl power, woo! Hold on. Not happening, I'm afraid. Victoria Beckham has come back from her trip and was immediately hounded by the press and said, are you having this tour? You're having this tour. You're going to do a tour, tour, tour. Spice Girls live. Woo, woo, woo. Nope, I'm afraid not. Victoria Beckham has told the news world and the world there will be no Spice Girl reunion tour. So 
Take out a Kleenex, or if you need to sit down, I certainly understand. Our final news entertainment section point, the Peter Rabbit movie coming out, of course, just ahead of Easter, and this Peter Rabbit story is drawing fierce, fierce criticism because of a food allergy. They do a scene in the movie where the rabbits throw some blackberries at the lead bad guy, and he apparently is allergic to blackberries and causes a big stir. Well, the food allergy parents are up in arms and so there's going to be trouble in River City. We'll talk about that later as I have my own thoughts on this political correct drama. We'll be right back after these messages. We only have, as we always have, five minutes per section. We'll be right back. All right, as we get into the sports section, yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, we'll have some fun each night as we continue our Olympic excitement. What's happening in the medal count? So far, Norway is ahead with the most medals with nine. Germany's second place and tied with the Netherlands and Canada, all having seven medals. And the United States running in at six. Now, these numbers may change as we move into, of course, what's happening tonight. We had the 17-year-old, as you heard the story. She just won the snowboard gold medal, and we had the young man Reddick uh, won the 17-year-old, also won the gold medal in the snowboard uh, half-pike, they call it, where they do all the designs and, and twists and spills on the uh, half-pike in the snow, and so very excited. A funny part of that story, of course, is that those kids will win the gold, have these cherished memories, and then wait the next four years, and well, yes, they'll be 21 for the next Olympics, should they decide to go. <laughs> oh, what were you doing at 17? Were you winning gold medals or just eating gold chocolate? What were you doing? Were you ready to go? But it's exciting. I'm happy for them. Glad that they've done it. Let's take a quick break as we know we need some sponsorship as well. Hey, if you want to eat and drink someplace, where have you thought about it? Well, in this month's issue of Travel and Leisure, Slovenia is a marvelous place. Mendoza, Argentina will put you in a nice spot. Walla Walla, Washington, believe it or not, for the hometown crowd. And, of course, Nangambo Lakes in Australia. So there's a nice little thought. Again, where to go in 2018? Travel and Leisure gives you all those thoughts, ideas, and wonderful places, suggestions and all. If you've ever thought about it, let Travel and Leisure magazine take you everywhere you ever wanted to go. Subscriber, subscribe now and you'll get 12 issues. That's one year for $29.99. You'll save 58% off the newsstand price. That's www.travelandleisuremagazine or .travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Or call 866-737-8037. Once again, www.travelandleisure.com. Dot com. Thanks again for that, guys. As we move into the world section, let's see what's happening in our world that we're talking about. Let's get going. Unfortunately, Moscow had a plane go down, Flight 703, right out of Moscow. was flying uh, 65 passengers and five crew members, 71 in total, have perished just outside of Moscow in a plane tragedy. Unfortunately, they do not expect to find any survivors, but they are looking at the black boxes they have recovered to find out maybe exactly what has happened and how that plane or why that plane 
went down. Not sure, but we'll keep you posted if we hear any more. For those animal lovers, how about a little poetic justice? A poacher's remains have been found in Kruger Park. His rifle and ammunition found under a tree off in the bush. And the wardens of the park have found only his head and one hand as the rest of his body had been eaten by the lions. They feel comfortable and positive to say he was trying to poach them. Well, they won't stand for it. They didn't stand for it, and neither did he. Not a bad story for those guys, the lions of the jungle, and I'm glad they did it. I'm done, done with that business. I don't care for hunting on the big cats. I don't care for all that at all. That's my play, and I'm willing to stand by it. But anyway, poetic justice for the poacher and the lions. Finally, in our world section tonight, OPEC says they're seeing a lot of growth and surplus in the supply of crude oil, and so they're watching very closely their reserves and whether they'll raise their volume and whether they'll raise the interest of 2018's numbers. We'll keep an eye on it, too, because, of course, we're drawing away, proudly enough, away from OPEC and the need for their oil, but they are still a significant player on the world stage when it comes to the crude oil marketplace and the prices around the globe. So we're watching closely as they're seemingly watching close. So we thank you for keeping us in touch and we'll watch the markets. We'll talk about the markets as well in one moment. Back in a flash. We're back, we're back, we're back. So interesting story. This goes right along, of course, with travel and leisure. Certainly will make them happy. What a great story. Interesting in the last seven years, what do you think the strongest driver in global economies are? Very interesting. If you'll pay attention, here we go. The largest economic growth, believe it or not, is not in our factories. It's not in our financial markets. It's not in the Internet startups you're hearing so much about. Well, it's surprisingly what we're not doing when we're working. And that apparently is traveling. Traveling and tourism in the last seven years has grown exponentially. $7.6 trillion in 2016 was spent on traveling. Traveling around the world, traveling internally, traveling period. People are taking the getting away from the office very seriously. The Dutch and the Europeans, I learned very clearly, they have five weeks vacation. And folks, they took every single day of those five weeks. As I mentioned before in some shows, sometimes they take those two or three week vacations all in a row. Being away from the office two or three weeks in a row. And the office wouldn't survive, the company would continue, and they were entitled and they took them. But clearly, as we look in this travel market and travel industry, dominating when you're not working, estimates are suggesting that in our future, one in four jobs will be in the tourism industry. Keep that in mind. If you like to go places, like to see things, you like to do things, the global economy is heading in your direction. Keep an eye open. 
or start planning for that travel job of a lifetime because it might just pay the bills as well. Very interesting. We'll take a quick break as we need to get our sponsors here. Hey guys, it's Valentine's in two days. Gentlemen, two days, two days and counting. How about this? How about we do something simple? A thank you sandwich cookie box. Express your gratitude with dark and milk chocolate covered cookies topped with candies and white chocolate to spell. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, my darling. Thank you for all you do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That tin has 12 cookies in it, folks. It's $39.99 from our good friends, as always. Harry and David brings us our luscious goodies. That's www.harryanddavid.com. Or if you like the telephone, dial 1-800-547-3033. www.harryanddavid.com or 800-547-3033. Tonight's luscious cookie box says thank you in many ways. Express your gratitude again with that dark and milk chocolate covered cookies. Top with those candies that will spell out thank you. Do you have somebody need to say thank you to? If you have any ideas that Valentine's is two days away, you cannot be a listener of this program and not realize you're under the gun. Men, it's time to get yourselves organized because it's Valentine's very soon. We'll be right back and finish the show soon. Thanks. All right, all right, we're back, we're back. Let's get started on what do we think about these items tonight. Well, if we talk about that breakup, that woman who burned the wedding dress. I'm interested in your thoughts, so raise your hand. You've been involved in a breakup? Yep, one, two, three, you in the back. Okay, I figured as much. And what do you do for that breakup? I'll let you in on a little secret. When I've unfortunately had these breakups, I'm a, I'm a cut you out kind of guy cut you out of the tree i'll take the phone and i'll eliminate pictures or i'll crop pictures straight away uh removing anybody that's uh, had troubles and i certainly have no problem deleting numbers from the phone and trimming that memory in the phone and taking those text messages and deleting them straight away any pictures in the house, they'll come down. So I have no problem with that. And it's for me personally, it's a very personal time. You decide what are you thinking, how are you feeling. Some people can deal with it. Some people like to remember. Some people like those cherished memories, if you will. But if it was a clean break, I can understand. If it's a dirty break, then I think you have a, a, a different way to handle it. But I'm curious how you handle these breakups. So if you have any thoughts, send them in. We'll kind of keep an eye on them and see how they look and see what the, what the best play is for getting rid of, of, of a significant other that has broken your heart. Right around Valentine's, I thought we'd get this segment out of the way to talk about breakups because I know this listening audience only has love in their hearts, love in their minds, and love in their lives. So forget about the breakups. It's all about love, love, love. And if you're again listening, Harry and David and traveling, taking around the world trips, very fun part of being happy and a part of being 
involved. That was always that happy word, right? That happy word will get you in trouble. Happy is so relative. If my dinner was warm and my belly's full and there's money in the bank and the kids are behaved and dogs behaving, then I'm happy. I'm happy. But boy, if, if somebody's running around causing trouble or there's trouble in my neighborhood, boy, I'm not so happy. I'm not happy. Well, that's such a I'm such a word guy, and happy is such a a negative, uh, neutral, un, unpopular. It's so so significant based on the circumstances. If you are happy, just for now, that circumstances are perfect. But if those circumstances change, you'll become unhappy. So I would encourage you to maybe shift those words in your vocabulary to something other than I want to be happy because that's temporary, folks. Happiness is not a long-term goal. Joyful, proud, peace, understanding. Those kind of words last the distance of time. Happy relative, did I get my dinner on time and do I get to continue this moment? That's what we're going to continue, but we'll get going starting something else. Well, I'm in a mood, if you can't tell, so let's just get this Peter Rabbit thing out of the way. I'm so frustrated with this Peter Rabbit and his apparently now bullying uh, food allergies as a thing now in America. I'm just so frustrated with all this. Everybody gets offended with the slightest of things, and nobody is tough anymore, and the kids have to run to mom and dad for protection, and they can't duke it out themselves in the playground. And everything is tough, tough, tough. Remember, I grew up, uh, I'm not going to date myself, but certainly I grew up where you could ride in the back of a pickup truck if you had to, and no problem. And if you had uh, lawn darts, for heaven's sakes, you could throw lawn darts in the in the backyard. And I had paddles in the school system where I grew up in in Oklahoma there. The teachers had paddles. And I can promise you from my own experience when you'd hear the whack, whack, whack down the hallway. I mean, you put your head down closer to the page and started writing a little bit tougher and made sure your assignments were done on time because you knew little Joey down the hall was getting his butt blistered. And that's just a thing we've lost, folks, and we've given it up ourselves. We've decided to not discipline our children and let this somebody else take care of it and they're offended by every last thing in the world and the shadow scares them and I just am afraid we're developing a, a set of children and a set of young people that aren't going to be able to handle it without mommy and daddy around all the time and without their ability to handle crises because they've never had to deal with a crises in their young lives I'm very concerned, and it's something I'm really serious about. I really want to toughen up a bit. We'll be right back. All right, we're rounding the corner and heading for the house, folks, as we finish up tonight's show. And I want to thank you again for joining me in these short little 25 minutes out of your day. I hope you enjoy it, and I appreciate it. I won't do it so often this week, but I am a big Olympian, if you haven't figured that out already. So I had this moment, of course, Katie Couric is under fire for her dumb comments. Uh, during the opening ceremonies Friday night, Katie Couric would suggest, as the Netherlands started coming in, why their most of their medals out of their 115 medals are in ice skating or speed skating or any kind of skating. And that's because she would say, and I'm quoting Katie Couric, because in the Netherlands, the canals are so popular and such a widespread thing that 
They would freeze, of course, in the winter, and the Dutch would use those as much of their mode of transportation, and that's their way of getting to and from work and getting themselves around. And so it's not just a sport for them, it's a way of life, unquote. Oh, Katie, didn't you leave NBC at some point? Aren't you off the air? Why did they have to bring Katie Couric back for NBC? Oh, that's right. Matt Lauer troubles, but okay, we're not going to go there. We won't beat him up, but wow, folks, come on. Let, let me give you some quick Netherlands facts, and then you can be smarter than Katie Couric, I can promise you. The Netherlands is smaller than the state of New Jersey. It houses about 18-plus million people. It is six feet below sea level and sits on the North Sea, just kind of south west of Germany, northeast, if you will, of France, and kind of straight north of Belgium, right there on that coast. It sits in between the North Sea. You can see literally from the shore of the Netherlands over into England. That is true, unlike Sarah Palin. I can see Russia from here. We can see England coast from the Netherlands. So it's quite fun, but yes, there were some mistakes that they made about me as I was over there from America and being from the Midwest. You know, you ride a horse to work. I heard that, you know, question a couple of times. And everybody from here would say, do they wear wooden shoes? So there's some banter that's quite funny. But I will admit, in fairness, there was over by the stables where I would go see Midnight. There were oftentimes farmers, true story, wearing those wooden shoes for the water, for the mud, for the muck and perhaps because of habit. Not to be disrespectful at all, and everybody listening to me always has heard that I'm a Dutch fan, and certainly the Netherlands have had a great spot and warmth in my heart. They would consider me a brother as well. But I'm telling you, very, very funny. Let's And, and I, have you noticed on the Olympics uh, coverage, all the broadcasters seem to be European? We don't have any American broadcasters. Why is that... I watched it all weekend, and all I could hear was this English accents all over the place telling me about what's happening. Nothing against them, of course. I love the accents, but can we get some American sportscasters to talk about our American Olympics? Anyway, you guys have a great time. This is Monday, tomorrow, Tuesday. Any plans for the week? I've got a full schedule as I've got some work things pressing me, and I'll continue to do every day some more work for everybody that's working in my circle, and I'm grateful to the audience we have. Thanks again for your time. If you do get a chance, and again, you're going to hear me. I, I, I'd love to keep telling you I won't do it anymore, but I probably can't help myself. Get away from the hustle and bustle and frustrations of life, the dramas of, 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 of Valentine's Day, or do or don't have a partner, and do or don't have a relationship, or do or don't, and, and just do watch some Olympics. That's ceremony. That's 17-year-old's a snowboarder, both the girl and the guy, were amazing to watch. It's exciting to see what people can do. And the figure skaters, we have the only woman over the weekend to do a triple quad. Nobody has ever been able to do that. And so that's very cool. And so it's exciting. It's a great escape, and you've got 14 more days of it to enjoy. So I can't express enough. Go out there, get yourself a nice little drink, get yourself a fuzzy pillow, and sit on the couch for a couple of days and watch yourself some Olympics. It's fun to do and it's fun to watch. And we'll talk to you tomorrow, as always, coming to you from Houston, Texas. Have a great evening.
Oh, thank you.